0: Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there folks, Greg Shepard here, Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Folks, I got a good one for you here today. We're gonna stray from the norm just a little bit. And I, as I do this podcast, I'm going to try to temper my emotions because this topic stems from a level of frustration that is very difficult for me to voice over this microphone that I'm holding currently. So I've had thoughts around this topic for, well, for 20 years. That's as long as I've been dealing with higher ed retirement plans. I've hesitated to share, I guess publicly, if you want to put it that way, my thoughts about this uh, topic. But I tell you what, folks, um, there's various reasons as to why I've hesitated, which we won't get into, but right now I'm dealing with a client that is going through the complexities of this topic, okay? And I'm holding his hand while we're going through it, and it is not fun. And uh, if I think it's frustrating for me, it's twice as frustrating for the client. So I'm going to share with you two stories of live situations, two clients of mine. I could open the book and and tell you, <laughs> I don't know, a lot of different stories surrounding this topic. But two that just kind of came to mind. Okay, I have nothing written down. I'm talking off the top of my head, uh, so bear with me if you can if you can sense the frustration. But uh, this is all pretty pretty raw here. So here we go. No no second takes. I'm going to run through this with my first take, and we'll see how it goes. So we're talking about TIAA traditional, TIA traditional. So they're not called TIAA cref anymore. They're called TIAA. And the frustration is around that account of TIAA traditional. Folks, if you're with TIAA, especially if you've been with them for a long time, odds are you probably have a sliver, if not more than a sliver, of your account in this, in this investment. It's been a good investment. There, it can serve a purpose for those that understand it. I certainly have clients in this investment on purpose because I understand it. And there's reasons why, which we're not going to get into. Most of you out there, like I said, will have a sliver, if not more of a sliver in this account. It's a guaranteed account. That's why it's so attractive to folks, especially years ago when it was earning four and a quarter, four and a half percent. That's fantastic. I mean, a great bond alternative. Are you kidding me? Especially these days. With interest rates so low, it's at its floor. I'm not going to get into all these all these things, okay but it is a guaranteed account and that's why it made it that's why it became so attractive to folks in higher education. Again, I've been dealing with folks in higher education for 20 years. I've been seeing this problem for 20 years so you can only imagine how many times I've run across this. So I'm going to jump into this. I'm going to share with you one story of a client about a year and a half ago, maybe longer than that 2019, late 2018 again, bear with me as I kind of fumble through this, but this was a lady. She, uh, she was single. She'd been single for a long time. Her husband passed away, unfortunately, uh, never remarried or never had anybody else to bounce ideas off or help her with this stuff. Okay. So she was introduced to me about, uh, just a handful of months prior to retirement. And I, 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 gosh, I wish I would have introduced or should, she had been introduced to me a long time prior and I could have saved her a lot of these headaches, but let me run through this. So she came to me. Uh, we got to know each other. All oh, that's great. She's a great lady. She had done she, a fantastic job. I can't emphasize that enough. She had done a fantastic job of amassing folks north of $900,000 in her, in her retirement plan. And she was, not, she was a professor. She was tenured. Not a high-paying job, okay, um, but she, has done a, she had ju- just done a great job of accumulating this wealth. And prior to us uh, looking at her account, she didn't know what she had, okay, which is pretty pretty typical. Uh, actually, I, I, let me back up. She did know what she had. She, she told me she had the fixed account, and she wasn't sure if she had other investments in the TIA account. So I knew prior to us looking at her account we're going to have some sort of issue, which I kind of held back on that at that moment. We talked about a game plan. So her idea was to take the pension. Her university provided a pension. Okay. Fantastic. They sh- obviously she would have social security. She was going to take this money, roll it over to an IRA, take some of it to pay off her house. Okay. Uh, maybe I think there was a car involved, a small balance on her car, no debt other than that. And she was going to be in hog heaven, so to speak, in terms of money coming in and money going out. She is, she was in a fantastic spot, right? So Uh, Time came for us to pull her account online, which we did. She did not have any other investments. She had 100% of her account, 900 some odd thousand, in TI Traditional. I knew how this conversation was about to, I knew what was about to unfold. And I knew it wasn't going to be pleasant for her to hear. So I went ahead and told her. With uh, as much grace as I could, that, that $900,000 plus that you have right there in front of us, we cannot do what you want to do. Reason being is that that money's locked up. You can only get that money out over nine years. Now, it's actually called a 10 year transfer payout annuity, but they transfer it out over nine years. Folks, again, this, this frustration is around TIE traditional. This lady had been at this university for 25 years. She'd done a fantastic job of amassing $900-plus-thousand dollars. She had sat at a table across the table from a TIA rep many times. She had never been told what took me three seconds to tell her. 25 years, not once, did anybody over there tell her, hey, ma'am, they probably wouldn't use the word hey, but ma'am, there is a restriction on this account when you separate service, retire, terminate, whatever you want to use on getting this money out. Maybe we should think about diversifying it a little bit. So you don't have 100% of your account locked up in something you can't get access to when you want to at retirement. And maybe you can sense the level of frustration I have just thinking of this. So you can only imagine the level of frustration, anger, this lady had when I told her this to the point where she, she didn't break down, but there were definitely tears shed. And, and let me go off on a tangent here a bit. I, I do have another podcast that I implore you to listen to. Don't be fooled. The, the, the people over at TIAA and fidelity, they're great people. They are the big players in the sandbox. So they're the big boys, when it comes to higher ed retirement plans, they are not your fiduciary investment advisor. If they were, this lady would have 100% of her account tied up in TI traditional where she can't get access to it. So we did what we what we could do. We enacted that 10-year TPA, or paid out over nine years at her retirement, uh, which was basically at that point. And she'll be fine. She's, she's in great shape, but she felt, you know, not, I don't know what the word is, misled? I, information wasn't given to her, okay? You don't know what you don't know. She didn't know these restrictions. And of course, they'd probably tell her, well, it's written there on your statement or yada, yada, yada. You know, you know, you know, we can stick that information. It just really upsets me uh, that nobody verbalizes this stuff. So let's move on. Next case here, um, one I'm working on currently, probably not as uh, emotional, but frustrating nonetheless, folks. This is the one I just spoke about was simple in the sense that it was one account. Okay. This one that I'm talking about, I'm getting ready to talk about is a logistical nightmare. And this client was at a university. He's been a client for a couple of years. And I told him we're going to run into these obstacles. And there wasn't much we could do until he separated service, he retired. And so here I'm staring at a sheet that I created. It's a game plan that I created only for his TIAA traditional money. Again, we're only talking about TIAA traditional. There's TIAA and there's CREF craft for the majority of times, I can't think of a time where it wasn't, there, there might be, uh, is liquid. You can do whatever you want. Folks, and also let me say this. The accounts that really cause problems are the ones that where the employer put money into, for the most part. There are employee accounts, employee-funded accounts that create problems, but the where the employer is putting money into the account, you can really run into some issues with TI traditional. So Again, this client, I'm, deal, I'm dealing with this currently. I've been dealing with this for, uh, for like a month. Before I get into the particulars here, folks, I've been working with TI. They're great people. They're, they're, they're good to work with. They're knowledgeable. They are human, okay? There was one issue with this client, and then I'll get into the particulars, but we tried to do one of the options where he had 200 some odd thousand tied up into one of his accounts, TI traditional, and we tried to get that rolled over to in this case Charles Schwab that's, that's where I custody all my clients' accounts outside of employer retirement plans they sent income to him they sent it to him two hundred and some odd thousand dollars and he sent me an email I was actually out of town I said hey Greg I got this check for whatever it was two hundred and some odd thousand dollars should I just go ahead and cash it I, my my wife can attest to this I immediately left the table. Uh, I sent him an email real quick and <laughs> said, "Do not, do not cash that check. Do not, do not, do not." And I called him the next day. Is like, "Hey, did you, you know you didn't cash that, did you?" Uh, and of course, he said no. And so I had to rectify the problem uh, because that's taxable income. I mean, if he cashes that, we—I I don't know what the process is to unwind it, but I'd rather not find out. But we did get it rectified. But we had we had the paperwork correct. It's the TIA processing, and they're human. That that happens, but. You really have to be on top of this stuff. You really have to know what's going on, especially with this TI traditional. So let's stick on this client. So let me get into this. It's it's almost laughable. Um, so he, he'd been at two universities. He just retired from one university, obviously, but he had one prior. So And the one prior was a long, long time ago. He didn't have much money there. He's amassed over a million dollars at this new, his current employer. And what he didn't realize, unbeknownst to him, okay, unbeknownst to him, with his TI traditional he had four different accounts, okay? Each of these accounts had different options as to how to extract the money. And each of these options have different forms you have to fill out that are very, very difficult that pertain to each account. So let me give you an idea. Now, some of these acronyms, uh, terminology you may not be familiar with, but he had a GRA at his current, so it's a group retirement annuity. This is in the TIA traditional, okay? So he had four options as to how to get this money. Liquidate within 120 days with a 2.5% surrender charge. Or five-year transfer payout annuity. It's a five-year fixed period payout, or a 10-year transfer paid out, 10-year transfer payout annuity paid out over nine years, or a lifetime income. Okay, so we chose one of these options. And all of this has to coincide, how do I say it? it's a big puzzle? So there's one account which took a long time to figure out what we wanted to do. And then it took a long time to figure out which form because we got sent the wrong form. The first time we submitted that form and that was the wrong form. So we had to go back and get it again. Second account, TI traditional, retirement annuity, RA, retirement annuity, typically synonymous with employer funded money. Okay. We have two options, 10 year TPA paid paid out over nine years or a lifetime income. Next account, retirement annuity at his prior university, Two different choices, 10-year TPA, paid out over nine years or lifetime income. Next one, last one, retirement choice, which is a new type of account, by the way, with TIAA. I can't get a clear idea as to why they switched it to a retirement choice RC. I'm not going there. This was a smaller account, um, and again, we had three options. Liquidate within 120 days with a 2.5% surrender charge. 84-month TPA is the next option. It's seven years, is that right? So pay this amount out over seven years or lifetime income. This is the one where they sent him a check, I believe. I have so many notes here, um, and it was incorrect. We had the paperwork right, but it was done incorrectly. So we're going through the second stint of incorrect forms, forms that we were told to fill out, but uh, obviously we were told incorrectly because it didn't get to processing, and processing tells us, or I guess tells the reps of TIA, and they tell us, then it didn't work. And I have to follow up. It's not them calling us. I, I find out days, weeks afterwards, nothing has been done. Then I call and say, Hey, what's going on with this? And they say, well, you submitted the wrong form. And I say, Hey, well, you actually told me to fill out that form. You actually emailed it to me. So this one it's it's not, it's not really the frustration. Isn't um, something like the lady prior he had a lot of cref money so he did he was diversified so this doesn't derail any plans that we're doing we have money from his ti account going everywhere i mean the it's like a spider web of ti traditional money going everywhere some's being to piggyback off that you know i'm getting ahead of myself today today alone i found out That one of his accounts, yeah, gosh, we had like $207,000 in that account, the TI traditional. We got the paperwork correct, second time, second time, okay, not our fault. We got sent the wrong paperwork, so we had to submit the second time of the form. We wanted that money, five-year fixed period, to go to his rollover IRA, non-taxable event, okay? Goes to his rollover IRA, then he extracts it from there. That is a taxable event. Come to find out, today I found out that... This is possible up until the point where he is of age to take the RMD. So he's 70 years old. RMD is 72. This is a five-year fixed period payout. So let's start doing the math. This is going to work for two years. And then once he turns 72, they're mandated to direct those payments to him as income. I just found this out. It's not on the form. I I asked the rep how are we supposed to know this if it's not told to us? And he's very good question. And he didn't have an answer for me. It's, it's frustrating. So it's not their fault. The reps over there at TIA are very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable. They're knowledgeable about something that is very, very complex. I implore you today, tomorrow, get educated on those accounts. I, of course, am, as a, am a resource. TIA is a resource. Okay. They're, they're great at their job. But you have to ask the right questions, especially if you have the employer putting money into your account. Folks, contact me. I am a great resource when it comes to this. My phone number, Kansas City office. I deal with institutions all over the country, especially if you have TIAA. Call me, 913-521-2381. My email, even if you're not a client, I will, I will guide you. I will help you out. Email greg at shepherd.com. Financial.com, that's G R E G at S H E P A R D, financial.com website where I have these other podcasts that you can benefit from. www.safinancialservices.com. Folks, I hope you take something away from this podcast. If, if nothing else, it can get a little in the weeds. Find out the restrictions on your TIA traditional account. All right, folks, that's it for today. Greg Shepard here, SA Financial Services. Y'all take care. And folks, remember, take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again.